0: the bridge.
1: Happy Tuesday evening to you. This is the eight here on your radio dial at ninety point nine, the Bridge. My name is Chris Aguirian, and for the next hour, we get to hang out every week here on the show on Tuesdays. We get to hang out and talk about interesting, great local music coming from this area code, the eight one six, and surrounding ones as well. And uh, this is July. Welcome to it. I hope you had a great holiday weekend. Um, every year in July. On the 8160, we do a whole series of shows. And it feels like the last three July's were five weeks long. This July is four weeks long. And for the next four weeks, we're going to do a series called Sound Minds. And each week, we're going to have guest Michelle Bacon, who's running Point. I'm just sitting in the background. I am Steve Kerr. She is Michael Jordan. And Sarah Bradshaw is here. And she is Scottie Pippen. And these are all references nice. to like the 1990 Chicago Bulls. So if you're Gen that. Z, ask your dad. Um, This series is called Sound Minds. And it's going to be a deep dive into a survey that Michelle Bacon put out and The Bridge put out back in March. Yes about musicians dealing with mental health, dealing with mental health that nearly 200 people took the time to fill out the survey for. And she has all this amazing data about Kansas City musicians and how they are dealing with the insane times we've just sort of, kind of coming out of. Uh, Lots of question marks at the ends of these sentences, you know, we're, we're nearing the end of this. And um, But it's going to be a really interesting series. I, honestly, don't know that much about it. And I'm going to enjoy this just as much as everyone else is to sit back and learn from Michelle Bacon's findings. But, you know, we've done podcasters and bloggers and promoters. I had four or five musicians on last year via Zoom talking about their favorite shows ever. And back in 2018, we did a series with Bacon called Turning the Tables and it was about women in Kansas City music and it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot then and I'm excited to learn a lot now with Sound Minds every Tuesday at six o'clock in July here on the 8160 on your radio dial at 90.9 The Bridge. And I now hand my baton through Zoom, through this digital window to Michelle Bacon to tell us about Sound Minds.
2: Thank you for passing the baton, Chris. Um, So the origin of this has been kind of a long time coming. I was planning to do some sort of mental health series last year um, before COVID struck and then COVID struck and pretty much everything changed, you know, in in the entire world, of course, but specifically in the music climate. Um, So mental health is something that's, Always on my mind. I've had a long personal journey with it. Um, been diagnosed with depression since I was about 13. Anxiety, you know. And and since I became a performing artist, you know, about 10 years ago, I started thinking about all of these different challenges that artists have. And so back in May of this year, on the station, we did Sound Minds, which at the time we were talking about songs that bring you healing. So. You know, you think about how your favorite songs make you feel, sometimes they bring you healing, sometimes they bring you catharsis, sometimes they just break your heart a little bit, and they connect us to one another, to the deepest parts of ourselves, so I started thinking, you know, what about the people behind that, the the songwriters, the people who are performing, um, the people who are putting all of that out there on stage... Um, and after a few conversations I've had with other people in the music community, I, I feel like we just need to start having more of those open conversations. And, you know, uh, we've talked a lot about how musicians have less access to healthcare due to affordability and the nature of their jobs. And there's great organizations like Midwest Music Foundation that help with that and and they've also started talking more about mental health as well because, and now, especially because of COVID, because of lost income, because of the inability that we've had to create with our fellow bandmates. um, It's become a lot more apparent that this is something that we need to address. And, and And one thing I really enjoy about Kansas City is the support that we all have Within the music community, you know, like we go out to each other's shows, we tend to build each other up instead of compete with one another. So I feel like this is the place where we can talk about it.
1: Just to reset for a minute there. This is the 8160 here on 90.9 The Bridge. My name's Chris. That was the voice of Michelle Bacon. And hiding behind the buttons is Sarah Bradshaw. We're all hanging out via Zoom. And going to kick off a four part series called sound minds where every Tuesday for the next four weeks, we're going to hang out here at six o'clock and do a dive into this amazing survey that Michelle Bacon put together about Kansas city musicians dealing with mental health called sound minds, sound minds. We did a one day feature on this a while back and everybody really seemed to enjoy it and appreciated the introspective look into music. And I know, this is why I listen to music to keep me sound mind. And I I've said so many times on this show, like I'm not good at fun music. I like stuff that beats you over the head and like drags you through the gravel and the steamroller stuff. And we're really good at doing that here at the station. Like I know I've been, I text John sometimes I'll be driving around at like noon and he'll throw on, you know, back in a, a while ago and you'd hear like Damien Rice, nine crimes at noon, On like a tuesday and like what am i supposed to do with that and it just guts you (laughs) and those are my favorite songs and we are going to play music with this series and what i've done i've looked at the concert calendar and then i've sent out an obnoxious amount of texts to musicians who have gigs coming up and let them know about the series and ask them which is a lot to ask in a text have you any songs that relate to this and then they all text me back the name of the song. And I'm like, give me two sentences about the story behind this song in connection to mental health. So we have music from seven or eight acts that we're going to hear today who have upcoming gigs where, you know, if you go and you hear the song for the first time today and you like it, you can go to the gig. And if you're vaccinated and they're vaccinated and there's consent, you can hug and have a sound minds hug together dealing with mental health together. But I'm going to throw it back to Bacon because to get closer to some music, she picked only two songs to play today. One of them is from the, one of the best records that came out last year from the Freedom Affair. And then another one is from one of the best records to come out, I don't know, like 15 years ago from Regina Spector. Uh, but tell us about these songs and why you picked them to play today on their first of four part series on Sound Minds.
2: Well, I do want to say that I also like songs that gut you, (laughs) Um, you know, like I, I think of the song Thumbs by Lucy Dacus, which we had started playing on the bridge a few months ago and we had this conversation like, is it too intense, but it's also just such a great song and it makes you feel so many things. Um, I, I love music like that. I'm also a huge Phoebe Bridgers fan, huge Elliott Smith fan, you know. But for this episode, I did want to bring a little bit more light. And like you said, that Freedom Freedom Affair album, Freedom is Love, that was one of the albums that kind of helped me get through last year, bring some joy into my isolated life where I didn't play I didn't pick up an instrument for three months for instance and I didn't get to see anybody that I loved for several months Um, so that did bring me some joy and the Regina song is something that's always brought me joy like you said that that's one of my favorite albums from the last 20
1: years Um, so yeah and if we make it through all of our songs today we're going to play two songs that are called better I don't ever remember playing two songs of the same name in one show before, but it could happen here today. It's, It's a first time, folks. Hang out with us. To kick off this week's show with some music, our Sound Mind series here is Give a Little Love from the Freedom Affair. If you're looking to catch them live, the only day I could see on the calendar, Thursday, August 26th at Island Park. And I think that's the name of a park in Winfield, Kansas. Lots of people in this town are no stranger to Winfield because of the Bluegrass Festival there. Uh, Again, August 26th over in Winfield. Here is music from the Freedom (laughs) Affair. is music from the great regina specter the song is called better it's from a record from 2006 called begin to hope one of my favorite records of that year also one of michelle bacon's favorite records of that year and that's my segue to michelle bacon this month here on the 8160 we're going to hang out with michelle bacon for the next four weeks as we do a series here on the 8160 called sound minds my name's chris michelle's hanging out sarah bradshaw's here too I'm going to throw it to Michelle Bacon to tell you more about sound minds. So, yeah, I conducted this survey back in March. Um,
2: and the genesis of this actually was on this podcast that I do through Center Cut Records called Station to Station. And I like to talk to my guests about things in the music industry or and or the local scene that needs to change. So, my second guest was Stephanie Williams and we talked about mental health and she, she was a case manager for about seven years before she went full-time as a musician. So, you know, we're really good friends and we ended up having this really long conversation about how there just needs to be uh, more open dialogue within the community because there's obviously a need for more mental health care. So we kind of formulated the survey together Um and there were 17 questions. I got 168 total responses from people who identified as musicians in Kansas City and the surrounding areas. Um, and I do want to take a short step back before this because I did a little bit of research trying to find musician specific studies um, about mental health. And there, from what I can tell, there are only two. Um there was one conducted in 2018 by the Music Industry Research Association. It reported that 50% of musicians felt down depressed or something like that for several days in the last week while the general population is 25%. And then 75% of musicians reported having at least one drink a week. Whereas the general population is 50%. So I found that interesting. Uh, Median income was 20 to 25,000 a year. 61% reported that they could not earn a living wage through music. And the other report I found was the 73% report, which was uh, conducted by a distribution company in Sweden called the Record Union. And that reported that seven out of 10 musicians suffer mental illness. So a lot of my responses that I got were pretty parallel with that. Um, And, and so like the purpose of the survey was to find out how many artists had struggled with mental health wellness, as well as ability to access and afford care, which we know is a problem for musicians on the whole, as far as healthcare goes also wanted to look at factors in their career that contributed to a mental health decline as well as covid factors because again i did this in march while people were not able to perform for over a year um, and then also barriers in obtaining care correlations between mental health and creativity and of
1: course solutions to have a nice segue here you mentioned stephanie williams earlier and we hadn't talked about this but the band i had lined up to play next is Katie Gin in The Drive featuring Stephanie Williams on drums and also sometimes you on uh, in this band as well. But um, again, we reached out to some different musicians here on the 8160 on 90.9 The Bridge and asked them about songs pertaining to mental health. If they had a song from their catalog that they'd like to share and then to also send us a couple sentences about this song. And Katie Gin sent this. The song we're going to play is called Love This Right. She says, Love This Right is about the challenges of pursuing a passion like music as a career. It's about trying to maintain perspective while putting something so personal out into the world. I think lots of artists lose perspective if they're constantly in the grind of creating and sharing so much with the public. The chorus says, give me eyes so I can see without bias. Without me, give me eyes so I can see without me. It's important to remember the bigger picture and not sweat the small stuff. Katie Gian and The and the Drive are playing a show on July 9th down at BB's Lawnside, along with Big Time Grain Company. It's a fundraiser. I can't remember the fund they're raising funds for, but you should probably go. And maybe you'll hear this song, Love This Right, by Katie Gian and...
3: Hello, I'm Nick Haynes. Join me for Nick's Picks, Monday mornings on The Bridge. It's your handy-dandy guide to the week ahead in Kansas City, from politics to pop culture, to the big events and trends you want to know about. It's local news you can use, and it's heading your way Monday mornings at 8.45, right here on The Bridge.
4: 90.9 The Bridge.
0: Is this when we get it right? Pour another we got all night Damn it all if we cannot dream So dream, dream with me All we've lost along the way Friends and family, pride and shame Hell with them if they cannot see So dream, dream with me Dream, dream with me Let's dream to the future And forsake the past If the wine is gonna dry up before we're done Let's make the whiskey last Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, oh, let's make the whiskey last night after night, day after day, deep in your bones when you're afraid, when all you know is how to sing, just sing, sing with me. in turns of broken wheels when it feels like it'll never heal when dreams are all you have to bring just sing sing with me sing sing with me let's drink to the future and forsake the if the wine is gonna dry up before we're done, let's make the whiskey last. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's make the whiskey last. Whoa. Let's make the whiskey last Let's make the whiskey last Let's drink to the future And forsake the past If the wine is gonna dry up before we're done Let's make the whiskey last Whoa whoa, 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 let's make the whiskey last.
1: That was music from Miguel Antonio. The song is called Make the Whiskey Last. Miguel has a gig coming up on August 20th at Buffalo State Pizza, right in the middle of the Crossroads Art District. And he's one of the artists we reached out to about this current series called Sound Minds, where in July we're going to hang out every week with Michelle Bacon, and she's gonna tell us about a survey study she put together back in March that over 160 musicians answered. And she's diving into the results and the findings of those surveys. But to pair that with some music, I reached out to several different musicians who had gigs coming up and asked them if they had a song in their catalog that was that pertained to. This situation we're talking about, sound minds, dealing with mental health, dealing with depression. And I love this song called Make the Whiskey Last from Miguel Antonio. He had this to say about the song. The weight of working to make it in the music industry had crushed me. I took a day job and felt like I should have just given up on the stream. I spent many nights lamenting to my wife the heaviness I felt. It was one of those late night conversations over a glass of whiskey that inspired me to not give up. Her words helped me find the courage to take a step out of the darkness. I found myself in the dream again. Damn it all if we cannot dream. So dream, dream with me. That's part of the chorus from this song. And I'm a fan of his. He's such a positive musician. And one year during the Plaza Art Fair, he was playing a set. And I've never seen a musician connect with a with a a stranger in the crowd the way he had and after the set this couple came and talked to him in the merch booth for about half an hour about dealing with mental health and depression and all these crazy stories that we're covering this month here on sound minds here on the 8160 with our special guest michelle bacon and sarah bradshaw's hanging out with us too also miguel antonio is going to release uh from his previous project called run with it He's re-releasing th- their albums under his own name. So I Need a Light will come out on July 14th. And he says that entire album hits on depression and learning to turn to the face of your struggles. Now, I will throw it to Michelle Bacon to tell us more about Sound Minds.
2: So there were a lot of findings in my survey, as well as just thoughts that I've had about being a musician and what unique challenges that presents. But um, I, I like that story that you just talked about uh, with Miguel's song, because it kind of hits on something really important that I found out. Like I was saying earlier, musicians are creating these songs that we connect with and that are kind of give us life in one way or another. And, and they share they're sharing this very intimate part of themselves yet they have to kind of create this separate external persona for the people that they are connecting with fans um and then then we talk about the industry overall you know the music industry doesn't really provide a climate for mental health to be prioritized or discussed because the idea of being successful in music you know that's about money sales streaming numbers social media numbers uh Popularity is prioritized over wellness. So it's, it's a, in that respect, it's a very difficult thing to deal with, just this culture of competition and valuing image over creativity. And I found that that was a really interesting thing that a lot of musicians reported that they grappled with. But I'll get a little bit deeper into some of the stats from the survey findings, and I'll be posting these at bridge909.org in the coming weeks as well so people can see uh, kind of the visual interpretations of that. But I had asked about what mental health symptoms uh, people had experienced as an adult, and it was kind of a check all that apply sort of question. 89% of them reported a depressed mood. Seventy-nine percent reported lack of motivation or energy. Seventy-two percent reported social anxiety and panic attacks. And there's a lot more than that, but those were the top three. And I found that really just really interesting because those are things that, you know, we just don't really talk about on on a public level. Secondly, I asked about what methods they had used to manage their symptoms. And again, you know, this kind of gets at the affordability access and 83% of people reported that they use peer support, which, you know, that could include talking to your friends or family or bandmates, Um, 70.5% physical exercise, 66%, and this is a big one, 66% reported substance use or abuse. And that's something I really wanna talk about here as well. I also asked about barriers to care. And like I said, affordability is the biggest one. 58% reported that affordability was their largest barrier to care. 26% inability to locate or access resources. And then 25% social stigma or limited knowledge of area resources or about mental health care overall. Um, And I I think that one thing that I really want to touch on here is this lack of access and affordability kind of is a bigger systemic problem in the music industry. You know, just the idea of musicians, entertainers, creatives being devalued, not being paid a living wage. Um, A lot of us are self-employed or contractors that you know we're living in this gig economy so we don't have insurance we don't have sick time um and of course there's been a huge loss of income from the pandemic and people not being able to play gigs and we'll probably throw it to a song after this because i've been talking too long but i i do want to get into the career factors that have had a negative impact on people's mental health, because, you know, we're going to go into a lot more about substance abuse and just the variables and inconsistencies and uncertainties of being a
1: musician. Well, up next, we're going to hear music from Crystal Rose, who was a longtime Kansas City musician who has just now relocated to move to Nashville. And she's coming back to Kansas City to play a farewell concert on July 9th. She'll be playing over at the Kansas City Museum it's a five dollar ticket on the lawn outside of the museum uh, a great way to spend your evening you can pack a picnic basket and bring whatever you'd like into the into the grounds and enjoy them while you listen to Crystal Rose sing a set and her music her songs just like her voice are massive and powerful and she in her songwriting has chosen to tackle this topic we're talking about, mental health, dealing with that, and sound minds. And this song called Not Leaving, she says this about, I originally wrote this song, Not Leaving, for my friend Naya, or Nia, who died by suicide. It was one of the easiest songs I've ever written. It just wrote itself. Over time, the song meaning has transformed into a reminder for myself to keep pushing and to keep going whenever I feel unworthy or too weak to keep going. You know, and I know that I reached out to Crystal Rose for this comment, and I imagine almost every singer-songwriter has a song that they can relate to the idea behind this song in their catalog. And maybe we'll uncover some more of those songs and some more of those stories as we continue this month-long series here on the 8160 on 90.9 The Bridge called Sound Minds. Again, from Crystal Rose. The song is called Not Leaving. You can catch her on July 9th at the Kansas City Museum. Here it is.
4: Tell me, friend, what's on your mind? You don't have to dress it up for me. Don't be afraid. Say it twice If it's heavy on your heart I'm here when
0: in the park with blues Traveler. Right JJ Gray and Mofro. You're the sweetest day. Sweetest day. Tickets for Blues Traveler with JJ Gray and Mofro are available at KnuckleheadsKC.com. I can smell those blues Traveler. I bring you blues Traveler JJ Gray and Mofro. Knuckleheads in the Park July 8th. In Supportive Bridge. 20 years of member-supported music discovery.
3: Become a member or donate to support 20 more years of music discovery. Go to bridge909.org/support. Feet, leaves me flatlined on the sideline. No, time does not exist, so I don't have time. Yo, every day stretches out like Simon Bowser to the next. Where I've checked my Facebook like a thousand times, I feel obsessed. IG stories and hours of TikTok videos Content I consume, but I'm supposed to be creating those Swear I'll be productive, then I start and think my nerves just froze Bay is on the couch, I'm in the basement, feel absurd alone Deep in emotions, reality doesn't validate Powerless from decisions, folks above my position make All of them are trash, and it's got me in a morbid place Staring at my screens, wishing I could escape Now I, I feel useless, yeah. I don't know It's seemin' like my baby doesn't want me anymore. Staring in the space, everything's away. Every time I push ahead, my effort's starting on. I feel so useless, I feel so useless. I just don't know what to do. Moping at home can't put down my phone I'm stuck feels like I just can't move Where it could be worse, like thanks, I should be giving, man. Right now feels just like a curse, head spinning like a sailing fan. Plus, this was my gift for sure, I promise I could fill it And What I did was being hurt no one consuming fan Felt like lots of people stopped sleeping on me. Now I'm depressed and my response is sleeping, homie. Or digesting too many white cloth tequilas, homie. I feel sick, and get with hunters that I be controlling. As 4 became my confidant, Till moment I drive, trying and I get booted from my job. And I live like a slob, felt like I was on the brink. Circumstances got me robbed, the magic grinded for so long, just for something microscopic to knock me off my top. I'm way backtracked, like I just got stiff on, plus a face mask grab. And then everybody saw it, but the strike. So my target hits the end zone while all my fans gripe. What a life I feel. I feel useless. I don't know how to do this. It's seeming like my baby doesn't want. We hey.
1: And that was music from Kadesh Flow, a brand new song. It's not even out yet. It's called Useless. That comes out on his new record on July 16th. The record is called Room Service 2. They're playing a big album release show done at Lemonade Park, Kadesh Flow, New Black City, Mensa Death Squad, and DJ Scheme. Those tickets are going to go fast. So if you want to go jump on them now, head over to Lemonade Park's website and grab a couple. Again, with the show being about sound minds and musicians dealing with mental health, I reached out to Kadesh Flow and asked him about songs in his catalog relevant to this topic, and he sent in this song with this bit of knowledge about the song. This is useless from my forthcoming album, Room Service 2. The album is entirely me writing about myself through the pandemic. A lot happened, as it did for a lot of people. In this song, I talk through my recognition that my relationship may have been in, da- in danger, and talk through mental health anguish of losing so many of the opportunities that were staring at me at the beginning of 2020. He's definitely one of Kansas City musicians who was on a really sharp edge of doing great things with his career, and then that was a bit sidelined by the pandemic, but he's very quickly reaching back and and doing so many different projects. He's released 13 singles this year alone, and now a full-length record again on July 16th. Down at Lemonade Park. Now back to Michelle Bacon. So Kadesh is,
2: is one example of an artist who has just remained prolific. Maybe has gotten even more prolific through um, the pandemic, and I I admire him so much. Um, but you know he he's different than a lot of other artists. I I've talked to a lot of artists who were not able to create during COVID. You know like. For people who already are dealing with mental health issues, um, the pandemic certainly made it worse. So one of the questions I asked on the survey also was about how the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted your mental health, and about 57% said that it declined. Um, there's about 15% who actually said that it has improved. but You know, and I didn't get at these specific questions here, but again, just having conversations with other creatives, you know, beyond the fact that we just couldn't even go out there and perform, which is, you know, it's it's the thing that we do, is the thing that we have to do, is just to play music uh, and especially have that collective experience with our bands. Most of us didn't do that for several months, and that's going to put. And, and and in addition to that, people who are trying to make a living at this, of course, they lost all kinds of gigs, all kinds of opportunities, and some of which have come back, some of which have not come back. Um, and even on the level of larger touring bands, you know, I, I had the opportunity to interview members of Lake Street Dive earlier this year, and they're an example of a band that tours constantly, you know, more than most bands I know. And and they had talked about like how they had all struggled and how their crew had struggled because nobody was able to get out there and play. So it it affected all of their livelihoods. And so of course that, that feeds into mental health as well. So while we're talking about touring, um, one of the things that I, had thought about in regards to the survey were all of the variables that go along with work being a working musician. And so, especially when it comes to touring, you know, you're out there, your sleepings patterns are off, your diet is off, you know, like there's, and just like the whole nature of performing, there's a lot of high highs and low lows. And Chris, one thing that you had told me about that when you saw the survey results that was surprising to you was, um, the whole idea of substance use and and how like sometimes when you play a show they're not they might not be able to pay you so they'll give you a couple pitchers of beer instead so it's just this kind of culture of like drink you know it's like that that's kind of what it's kind of encouraged and and too like you know you play a show and and fans will have really great intentions and they'll want to buy you some shots after the show and it's kind of rude to say no you know so it's like the, it's it's kind of an added pressure and and like i saw with the other research i did um the prevalence of substance abuse in musicians seems to be higher and i think that a lot of it lends itself to just the nature
1: of the job and the lifestyle and the glorification of being a rock star back to what you were saying there michelle about people pushing drinks on you up coming up on uh, July 27th at the Madrid theater. Lucero is going to be there. And Ben Nichols is the lead singer of that project. And I love them. And I remember last time they came through, they're a band where people just buy shots and send them to the stage. And it happened to be like a Friday night or something. And he said at one point, he's like, you know what I could really go for right now? a nice can of coca-cola and he's like i appreciate all the shots (laughs) but how about just a coke and somebody sent up a coke and he was so excited because it was a coke and it wasn't five shots of whiskey 10 minutes into their you know two hour set and uh as a person who has bought a musician a shot at some point during a show before i feel bad about that now
2: no no, but i mean it's real like
1: i And I know that musician that I bought that shot for struggled with it. And, you know, they've since got got in a better headspace and changed up some, some things. But it, it is real. And, I mean, it can come from the fans who love you and support you and buy all your merch and go to all your shows. Mm-hmm. But still, it can be crippling. And an interesting thing to think about, as we sit back and look at this for this month-long series here on the 8160 called Sound Minds, hanging out with Michelle Bacon all month. Uh, we do have one more song. I'll, I'll introduce that then I'll let you wrap up. Uh, another musician here in town that I reached out to about uh, songs about mental health is Nicole Springer. And she's been very outspoken about mental health and dealing with hardships on her, on her Facebook page. She even started a nonprofit during COVID times called No Shame, about women finding feminine hygiene products with no shame. Realizing they have to have it and not everyone has the money to buy it. And she started that charity. Uh, Nicole is constantly gigging around town. She has a gig coming up on July 23rd at Old Shawnee Pizza in uh, Lenexa. And she's also opening up for Melissa Etheridge out at Camp Leavenworth on September 25th. But we're going to play her song called Hell. And she says this about her song. In 2019, I took some huge steps to move forward in my mental health journey one of which included cutting ties with my family, which resulted in writing this song, Hell. Music is such a powerful tool for healing, and this song serves as an eternal reminder to me that it's always possible to find freedom and peace, even at just one step or one song at a time. So we're going to play Hell from Nicole Springer to wrap up this week's show. But before we do that, throw it back to Michelle Bacon to wrap up this week's story and this segment. And I think what we're doing is important. And we know a lot of musicians listen to the show. Thank you so much for listening. And a lot of loyal music fans who are out there buying merch, buying tickets, going to shows. And I'll tell you, that does go a long way to help make the lives of musicians better. So please keep doing that. And, uh, but I'm I'm excited to see the next three weeks of this series and see where it goes. But why don't you wrap up for us this week, Michelle?
2: Yeah. So there's, Really so much to go over here. Um, and I, I look forward to being on the show with you for the next three weeks, Chris, and appreciate you um, giving this the outlet that I feel like it deserves. And I hope that, you know, we really can start a conversation with other artists in town because I know, like for myself, it's it's been really hard to put that out there. But, but we also, you know, like I, I do consider... Um Kansas City's music community very special in that we we can lift each other up and support each other in times of hardship and And I know so many songwriters who, you know, they're they're pouring their heart out and it it kind of just begs the question of like, how is your mental health when you when you are writing about these really difficult things that have happened or these experiences you've gone through and and the and just the catharsis of performing because i know that for me it's it's a very freeing thing but at the same time it can be uh just really difficult so so i really hope that we can continue a conversation and i'd love to hear from more artists about how they feel about this um and and i will have a lot more information for you for the next three weeks
1: so we're going to wrap up this week's 8160 again with music from nicole springer this song is called hell and also if you're listening to this and you're a musician and you have a song that you think fits into this and you want to share the backstory in it hit us up you my emails on our website bridge909.org concertchris at gmail.com send it to me on facebook Or if I'm in your phone, text me and we'll get it into rotation, play it on the show here during the month of July as we spend the whole month talking about sound minds. Thanks, everybody. And here is Nicole Springer with Hell.
4: TBG can Kinsey.
0: Celebrating 20 years of being the place to discover music.
4: Member supported 90.9.